0: Cool. How's everyone doing? Um, first town hall of the month. I think last time we did a town hall was shortly under a month ago. Or was it over a month ago, Simon? I, 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 I can't reconnect.
1: If I had to guess, it's over a month. It's been. I, I, would, I, I think, think, think it's been. It's been, been a busy month then. plus. Um, a lot of stuff going on um, that we can't speak about quite yet, but we can yeah. hint at make make these cryptic hints. <laughs> Um <laughs> we got we got plenty to talk about today i mean a lot of it's just been getting the uh getting the um the uh the new period set up um and some bips set up so like yeah cri- cryptic only because of like uh, we want to we 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 don't want to announce things set the wrong expectations until like people are fully saying yes we're going to we're into this and then we put things to bips so um, yeah
2: yeah I
1: think. No, uh, I mean, is, for, for, it is fun first, to know that there's like that there's interest in these things and are pretty likely to happen. So, um, yeah, yeah, more to come.
0: I mean, first things first, right? New new town hall, first town hall of the month, and a new period to kick it off. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 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 very impressed with the performance of Kandinsky, and um am um, I'm even more so impressed with what Bodo is able to do with. Uh, with all the new models, I, I, I think as a smaller side, we saw the top five, three of the top five entrants um, in terms of fragments in last week's leaderboard ended up being from the updated version of, of Stable Diffusion, if I'm correct, from memory. And I think one was a Kandinsky and one was a um, one Stable Diffusion 1.5. So it, it's interesting to see all the models and and, and their their, their competitiveness and how the, the, the DAO is reacting to these new entered models in in, in the voting pool, which is really yeah. cool. Um, I also saw a little hiccup with the voting pool that the winner was not removed. I can confirm that the other fragments were removed um, and the winner was uh, disabled from the voting pool. So I mean, if you did vote on that, your, your votes are still going to count towards rewards. That's not an issue. I'm not sure why you would vote on the winner, but <laughs> um, but uh, not to worry. It's been removed, so that is sorted. I forgot who exactly mentioned it in the Discord, but thank you for spotting that. Um, but yeah, likely just a script failed. But we we have logs set up so that tomorrow uh, we can see what happens and then intervene if if necessary if there's any point of failure tomorrow um cool simon what's on the agenda
1: Um, uh, man i mean so many things <laughs> uh usual because it's always been a long time um but uh we have of course retroactive rewards is like the very active thing right now although less active than i expected i mean the We were a little late on getting all of the data. That is, I just posted an update. That should be all up to date. People can play around in it in this so-called scenario X. Um, There's directions on the first tab in the worksheet um, of how to navigate it. But yeah, you can play around with different scenarios of kind of different ways of distributing your voting to see how that works. Um, As we all know, this is the last time we'll be doing it, at least for now, given the the last BIP. So. Um, but still, really important, I think, to participate and also vote in good faith. That there wasn't any sibling. Um, I think our number one or one of the best, at least for me, the the best uh, uh, stat that to me shows that there really isn't a significant sibling issue, um, despite us having, I think, twice oh more than twice as many wallets. I think it's like so it's like forty six, and last time it was around two hundred wallets, so um, more than double. Uh, The wallets that qualified for retroactive rewards, but the, um, the, the average age of a voting wallet out of the monthly active users, which are all included in that retroactive rewards um, are uh, a year old, right? I think it was like 355 days uh, last we checked, which was like a week ago. So that I think is like a really strong indicator that we don't have a bunch of brand new wallets. Um, also in general, just a really strong indicator of like, that this is a community that's been around that, um, or maybe have come back more recently, but, um, that it's not like people try this. Okay. That was cool. And they're done. Um, so I think that's a really strong, uh, indicator of just community strength and who's been, how people have been around for a very long time. Um, but yeah, also, um, that I don't think there's a real sibling issue. Um, the, the reasoning for the bip what to get rid of retroactive rewards was very much to, um preemptively uh prevent that it's a weak point that that i think most people can see um that it is symbolable you can like there's maxes per wallet on a lot of these categories and so you split up wallets you can you know pump your numbers without adding anything really to to the protocol so um anyways all this to say uh Go in, vote on these categories uh, when it goes live. Feel free to debate now like what you think is important, what you don't think is important within these categories, um, if there's any categories you'd like to see. Uh, But what this shows us, especially if people are are, are going about it in good faith, that it was not sibbled, is where we might want to distribute rewards or kinds of voting behavior we might want to um, incentivize it, if given no sibling, right? If we've solved civil, uh that opens up a lot of design space for us in terms of rewards, um, or also indirectly um, through other kinds of uh, of schemes. So um, you know, this example I, I, I've I, I've mentioned a number of times, but it's a it's for me it's a it's a straightforward one that I think um, hopefully people can iterate on, which is, um, you know, if we want to incentivize the first 48 hours of voting, right, that's, um, that has a huge impact on what people see later in the round. So it's very influential. It's a great way to surface promising pieces, right? There's always kind of a lot of noise, even in the curated stuff. Um, and so that early voting has a huge impact on the round. So to incent- incentivize people to do more and be more thoughtful in that early voting, um, could we have, say, a, um, a curation competition limited to the first 48 hours of a round that's judged by a group of uh of, of, uh, that's judged by a panel right so there so you can't really cheat um you could you know spam it for sure but it, you can't really think, cheat judges so all that to say is that's a way to reward indirectly and incentivize indirectly curating and voting early in the round what were you going to say Juby?
0: yeah i mean i think that's a, i think that's a good example of what we can do post retroactive rewards right after after this is sorted you know i am I'm, I'm i'm entirely not surprised that you know this was not cibled throughout Paradox, um, you know, which is a, a, a nice head nod to our DAO and the honesty of everybody in the DAO that comes in and participates every week. I think, you know, to add to your point, it's about predictability of our own behavior. That somewhere down the line, that there will be sibbles because there aren't many, for example, um, new additions in terms of variables and, and data to collate to judge retroactive behavior. right? go you will see that if we did retroactive rewards for rebellion, we would likely end up with the majority of the same data points or or, or variables under consideration in what we deem good behavior. And to your point more exactly, you know, hosting or running a competition that is time sensitive to, for example, the first 48 hours. I think that's the variable that we, that that was the latest addition to the retroactive data, um, is one way of continuously incentivizing people to participate without necessarily, um, you know, micro-adjusting the these behaviors throughout throughout each retroactive rewards period, right? Um, So I think it's interesting. I think what's what's important here is is kind of gauging what we want to do as a DAO moving forward to continue to reward good behavior. I think that's a point we really need to double down on and stress that just because retroactive rewards were removed does not necessarily mean that the only behavior that matters is hopping into the voting pool and, and, and... and voting with all your might, with all your VP, and then that's that. Collecting your active rewards. I think there's so much more to that. Um, in terms of results of BIP 30, you see the 25% that was going to retroactive is redirected to active. I'm very curious to see how that plays out in the coming uh, in the coming 12 weeks. Um, I appreciate personally, you know, on a personal note. I, I really appreciated the thoughtfulness of a couple of the Dow members, where they were like, "Well, hold on, why isn't there a third option to redirect that to uh, directly to the treasury, right?" Um, and, and just because that bips passed, I, I you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discredit or discard that option later down the line. But let's see how those let's see how redirecting all the retroactive rewards to active rewards plays out. Uh, I think that's something that we should focus on in the next twelve weeks and, and actively monitor. Um we have we have a couple of established data points. We have the manner in which to pull this data. It'd be interesting to monitor time series data and, and compare. Um, you know, if, if anyone's listening in, um kind of nudging you in cryptus um, it would be really cool to for for us as a DAO to to monitor that and anyone to step in and and look into that data on that note um sorry simon i heard you on mute
1: Oh, What's up? I forgot it makes the sound <laughs> mute. Um, it's like me taking a breath and then um, trying to jump in, but I don't want to interrupt your flow. But now I'm here, so I'll I I just realized like I, we like jumped immediately into retroactive rewards. We didn't say what the actual like agenda of topics is. Um, so I'll just I'll quickly run over that, and then we can I think that yeah, as you said, we're transitioning perfectly into the next one. Um, just one more comment I wanted to make on. On this is in terms of like rewarding, rewarding things. I, I think there's also like a, a big untapped area, which is contributors, right? So, um, you know, one way to look at the treasuries is a giant grants pool, right? Let's let's get put it to use, make proposals. Um, I, there's definitely needs to be some structure, and I think some more information so that people can better way find what there is to do. Um, but in terms of, um, yeah, rewarding things and and rewarding behaviors, like, let's say we have that competition on a weekly basis, you know, there needs to be somebody to run that. So, um, I think there's, there's a lot of other types of behavior besides voting, which are very important in terms of stewardship, uh, to think about as well. So I think we're going to see a lot more areas that we can, um, divert, uh, these resources to that, uh that will have really big impacts in terms of just DAO and overall growth um, beyond just this kind of like basic economy of, of, of voting and, and um, how, how voting precisely is rewarded. So And that, that will still have a positive impact on voting and, of course, curation. So like Curator Talks is an example there of a DAO initiative that you know, the Dow's treasury is being activated to do, and, you know, I think is contributing to our overall discussion. Um, Okay, so I said I would talk about what the overall agenda was, so just everybody knows what there is to come. Um, So next we're gonna talk about the data API and then um, some upcoming BIPs and just kind of what we're looking forward to in the next few months of, um, and just in terms of Botto's art and uh, exhibitions. we also want to talk a bit about uh, product updates and just making more of a two-way conversation there in terms of what does the roadmap look like. I think we're a little bit stagnant in terms of the roadmap page on the site. So how do we better communicate that with everybody, as well as getting feedback? Um, so we'll talk more about that. And then uh, the last one is on uh, VP generation, um, and Parth is here, and we'll have him come up and talk about his proposal for quadratic voting, um, and then just. Uh, mix that in with a few other kind of ideas that have been floating around, and and the status of those, and and just to talk through a number of scenarios, because there's a lot of different ways that we can approach this, and that's also linked to the um, to kind of the discussion about the economy and rewards. So, uh, yeah, hang tight, and we'll get to all these things, um, and we'll have Parth come up towards the end. I'm also signaling to Parth that if he needs to like take a break before we get to that part, he can he can take a breather. Um, so we'll yeah we'll uh let's get to the um, data API.
0: Yeah, I just I just kind of wanted to transition into that. You know, we, we were talking about pulling all this data for and all the data points within Retroactive Rewards, right? We have, uh, you know, we have all the scripts ready, and we're translating them into endpoints at the moment, and um, something that I'm going to be working on with um, Vero and Mike, Mike's our front end dev tomorrow. Are translating this into a, a you know permissioned API application with use case, and that's the most gentle introduction um, for us as a DAO to gauge what type of endpoints need to be built out, right? So we you know we we don't want to we want to build out with a you know as agnostic a use case in mind, i.e. build out for and enable as many um, as many of us at the DAO. And beyond, you know, external actors as possible, but we want to do so in mind with just immediate use cases. Um, so we have those, you know, we have those data points available. We have the ways in which to pull that that data. We've we've had to pull data for a, a number of things um, in the past few weeks. Um, so it's just a case of fleshing that out and and gauging what people want to build. Um, you know, a good example of something that was built without a data API um, is something that Ben very recently did. I think those were hand curated artworks. I need to double check with him. Um, I think it, the link was bottle.gallery. But these are the types of use cases, and they can be way more complex than a gallery that we expect people want to build, but maybe aren't sure how to be enabled. So it's just a case of filling out that form when it's released. We aim for end of week. Um and then moving from there. Right. And then we'll work directly with those who, who who have filled out the form to make sure that the you know the API isn't necessarily malfunctioning and that there are no issues with it and that the right data is being pulled. Um and then we can move move further and move faster as a DAO. That is our expectation. That's also why we're doing it. It's also an additional layer of transparency to BODO as a whole. Um so it should shepherd in a a, a a better era of collaboration between all of us, right, and that's our ambition, and that's what we we're, we're looking to fulfill in the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, that covers that covers that for the data API part. simon, I, I, uh, I think I have your list somewhere, but if you have, if you have that list, maybe you can copy paste
1: it to me so I can
0: <laughs> smoothly transition between topics in our
1: chat. All right. Um yeah, so I I mean I can just jump in. The um like one just another comment on the API is is this is I think it it's it's a long time coming and a significant step in terms of better enabling people to build on top of Boto and build with Boto. Uh this is like um again, it's it's very early. It's the first kind of a small step in a way, um, but really, really curious to get feedback, what people like, what people would want to build. I think, you know, going into this with an understanding that um, there is a lot of people with kind of motivated interest just to see what the data is. Um, I know there's research interest in this, but also understanding that in order to really activate people to build on top of that, um, again, I think activating a kind of grants program or a contributor's program, is a significant part of that you know we, we we don't we shouldn't expect everyone is is motivated to to play around with this. i know some people are um but i think in terms of um continuing to make it interesting and just i think people's uh contributions should be rewarded figuring out how we want to do that as a DAO. so mostly just putting that out there for people to think about how they would want to do that there's a lot of examples out there now prop house is one get coin is one um and, but, I, you know, I, I personally uh, hate the term best practices. I, I always feel that there's, um, you know, should always consider what does this mean and what does this look like for Bada? So putting it out there for people to think about and I hope um, the data API gives a lot more food for thought there. Um, yeah, so anyways, next up on the uh, agenda is just to kind of talk about, I mean, this will be very brief because as I mentioned at the beginning of this, we, we need to stay fairly cryptic, a lot of these things are very close to being kind of getting a solid yes from the partner, Um, but we have a couple of blue chip uh, partners coming up. Um, Some in different, you know, different stages of development. Some like the BIP is essentially written. We're just kind of waiting for the final okay. Um, We do also have some exhibitions coming up. Some of these are um, things where it's just like, it's, it's a, kind of just make a matter of saying yes, uh, and we can't announce just because we don't want to front run their marketing on it. Um, but it basically is no extra work, no extra time, but it's just a great way of presenting Bado and, and um, bringing more eyes onto auctions. Um, the others are, are a bit more involved. And, and one of the things we're really excited about is we have a number of exhibitions that have reached out that um, are a lot more than just sending a JPEG to display on a screen. These are really well curated, well thought out pro, um, exhibitions that include uh, a catalog with backstory and context around Botto um, that are featured around some of the, you know, top um, crypto artists, especially people who are working with, um, working deeply with, with DAOs and, and, uh, and in smart contracts. Um, and, uh, and also in different regions, looking at Asia and, 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 um, and parts of Europe that we have not been to yet. So I, I think there's some really exciting stuff coming there that you're either going to see, you know, in the case of stuff that's very straightforward, uh, doesn't really need a, a particular approval. We'll kind of get a full description of what that'll be. Some of them will come in the form of a bit because some of them might include um, or they'll want to include um. Bata to contribute more directly and, and looking at how Boda wants to navigate that. So interest uh, in terms of the art, you know, we, we, t- we tend to talk a lot about the economy, but um, just in terms of the art um, and, and chances for Boda to expand its reach, um and expand its canvas i think there's some really exciting stuff to come up so uh i know it's really cryptic but we're in a town hall so um I, and I, and it's stuff that we're like very actively working on behind the scenes so expect to see stuff very shortly um in the form of some i think well thought out bits uh and uh yeah so that covers the um uh the upcoming possible drops and exhibitions um, you uh, next up we have is um, more generally talking about how we want to do cover the the roadmap? Um, should you want to intro that, or I, I could intro that? Uh,
0: you're in a, you're, you're in a good state of flow. Go for it. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. So so you know if you visited our our roadmap page, you'll notice that it hasn't really been up to date. We haven't, uh, which is, it's kind of a two way thing. There isn't a whole lot of feedback on there, and we're not super responsive onto that page. And we were having a discussion about how can we better. Um, well, come back to that two-way conversation. I I think one is having um, really solid product updates on what are we working on, what's being delivered. Some of that I think is passive, uh, just basically having automated ways of showing what's being pushed to production. Um, The other is in terms of Um, getting feedback on on well one what do we see the roadmap as what do we see priorities as given what we see uh working on it every day but also based on uh, what we hear in the community and then having like i think a more concentrated time of of feedback and prioritization so some of the thinking here is um there's a there's a I, i gotta find this article so i can actually cite it but anyways i was i was reading about um what communities and in, in particular kind of decentralized or crowd uh work groups um how, which ones are successful and regardless of skill or uh or regional distribution the the number one one of the top i think one of two top indicators of success was what they called burstiness um uh, which is that there was this kind of these bursts of communication where everyone would be contributing in the chat at the same time so kind of really uh low uh low uh feedback loop, low time feedback of, of getting responses and having discussions. And I think when we're talking about the um the roadmap, I think that's an important thing to have sort of these bursty, focused times of discussion on um, this is where we're at, this is what we think is important, give us feedback, and then to have a more deliberative uh, consideration of what are the priorities. Um, doing that passively over time, I don't think it's hard to kind of get that focused discussion. Um, and uh, it's easy to lose interest versus kind of having regular rounds of, of that feedback and prioritization, just so that we're all moving um, in sync as core team and DAO and, and surfacing what the DAO thinks is most important to work on. Um, so, I mean, I think I covered most of it there, but there's a lot of different um, approaches and ways that we can try and solve that. Um, so again, something to get feedback on, but Chibi, I know you had some, some other ideas and thoughts there.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, so a bit of context for everyone listening in. Simon and I had this discussion actually today, right? And and, and the, the crux of the conversation was about encouraging two-way conversation on upcoming changes for Bodo, as well as ongoing changes for Bodo, i.e. what hits the roadmap, and when it hits the roadmap, and when we discuss what hits the roadmap. Now, you know, the very crude implementation that that surface was roadmap.bottle.com, and you know, I ho- I hold my hands up here. I have not updated that thing properly um, in a while, and there was always sporadic updates, and the updates would generally uh, be sprinkled across Discord discussion here and there. Um, this is us acknowledging that that needs to improve, right? As we decentralize, we 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 really really need to be able to encourage conversation two-way conversation early on before changes are made, before certain things get planned. And um, Simon and I try to translate our discussions into what tangible changes can we make, uh, you know, immediate changes that would spark conversation. And um, obvious realizations here are that the majority conversation occurs on Discord. And information dissemination can also occur directly or natively on on, on Bodo's website, right? So we we were looking at, at integrations like Headway, uh, whether to integrate it, how to integrate it, how to feed that into Discord, and that's something that's a conversation I'm going to have with Vero in the coming few days. But you know we 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 understand the immediacy to to know certain things or be able to talk about certain things in a timely manner. Uh fantastic example, which we, we will touch upon briefly a little later, is is V Boto and how that discussion occurred. Um I think looking looking a while back now, it's something that Ben has introduced uh, to the community and and as a discussion point. Early on, we settled on the notion of time as a, as a layer of, of signaling conviction, and then by proxy being a reward mechanism and baking that into vBotto. Um, and now I see very recently a, a, a conversation sparked by Partha regarding quadratic voting, and then encryptors hopping in and, and saying, wait, isn't this just logarithmic uh, VP generation all over again? Right, so b- being able to tie in those types of discussions earlier on, before before certain design dec- decisions need to be made, I think is imperative to our success and also our ability to to effectively create positive change in in in, in the short run and then and then by default in in the medium and long run. I'm not sure if I'm translating my, my, my points here properly, uh Simon, feel free to interject. But that, that was the crux of our conversation and uh I think that in itself is a major discussion point for the DAO and that's something that has been echoed in in, in uh in governance discussion for a while. What, you know, where where is this? When can we talk about that? What is happening here? And that is the type of communication that I know we need to improve and and uh we 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 want to make immediate steps to improving that so all for ideas here as well hopefully we pick up on it after in governance discussion or or just across the discord um but yeah
1: yeah i i think uh the um the kind of high level question here is just what is the cadence that makes sense for us or that people want in terms of you know passive updates Versus more active discussions, um, you know. There's even a question: of How official do we want to make our prioritization, right? So there's an upvoting option on on the on the roadmap, and I think given it's it's not super usable, right now, not used really at all. But like in the past, it wasn't you know heavily used, and I don't think it's a super question. Like you can kind of do that off chain is all, is what I'm saying, right? It's, it maybe isn't a big deal, but we could also do a more official route as well. Um, I'm sure people have heard me talk about JokeDAO, which is a great bottoms-up governance platform. Anybody can create a contest or uh, what they call a contest on there with a prompt like, so if somebody wanted to go and um, set up a question and basically uh, give voting rights to anybody holding BOTO tokens and say, anybody can make a proposal of what they think is an important item of the roadmap and then we as a community can vote that up. Um, There's a question of making sure those get enough traction to be valid, but um, all this to say is we can even do it on-chain and have, um, you know, a, a really strong history of, of how the DAO actually wants to prioritize um, and link that with governance power as opposed to simply just participation in the Discord. So um, there's a number of tools there that people could could do right now. Um, and then, or we could, you know, facilitate that it, with kind of regular a regular cadence as well. So. There's a lot of different, I think, interesting options there. Um, a lot of it is just probably some trial and error for us of what works, what seems to get um, engagement uh, and kind of at what pace. The big thing, though, I think is is really just level setting on it. It, it does need a significant update. Um, and what I mean is this being the the roadmap needs a significant update. And um, we've been doing a lot of thinking in terms of what is what are the high level um uh well actually i think we could probably say that like it's 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 i, I think you know we have our, our mission which is um to make bottle a you know a globally successful artist that is culturally financially famously successful right that that is kind of reaching the um i guess the more simply put thing of of making bottle into a, a, a recognized artist and you know if, if it's globally successful it's probably a recognized artist um and and there's kind of three like the big things that um should we be okay if I do this like quick rundown of of, of kind of yeah to-
0: totally totally I'm I'm listening intently
1: yeah so this, this like we've 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 been talking about this quite a bit and we'll probably uh, publish something really soon um, we don't want to do it do unilaterally like we'll do it with like the intent of getting feedback but um, you know we look at kind of two main things that have been delivering on Botto's success as an artist first is of course the art itself. Um, There's the weekly one-of-ones, there's these collaborations, um, and a number of things that we have in the pipeline that I think are these cultural catalysts of making Bado into and recognized as a great artist. And those then seed their own opportunities. More people, more significant venues, more significant artists reach out wanting to work with us. Um, and, and you'll see evidence of that, I think, very shortly with the BIPs coming around. So, um, you know, so that itself is this is this flywheel of like, keep delivering great art, you keep de- getting uh, great opportunities. The other part of it is I would kind of roughly call decentralization. And and this is this serves two purposes. One is BOTO is a decentralized project, but there's a lot to be done to fully decentralize. Um, and that's a matter of just the maturity of the DAO and maturity of the technology. Um, and, uh, and it's very much a part of the art, right? Making Bado fully decentralized and so fully self-sustaining um, as much as we can, and doing that progressively over time, that is a part of the art for Bado to uh, really cre- credibly deliver on uh, on the concept of it being an autonomous artist. Um, the other part of that though, and this is a, it's a part of the art, but it's also part of the success, is better decentralizing um, the the contributions, right? So we do a lot as a core team. And part of decentralizing is is decentralizing contributions such that um, one, if there's that less dependency on the core team, again, that's a key part of decentralization. But what we also get from that is this benefit of decentralization, which is the ability to execute on a lot of different opportunities. Um, And I think there's ways to do that that look like your typical artist, working on marquee projects, but then also doing it in smaller ways where it's easier to contribute. And I think there's a number of ways that we achieve these really high level marquee projects and at the same time be building out decentralization over time. Um, and this is like the third category, which are these like three um, these three pillars of, of kind of areas of work, work to be done. And this is really the roadmap and the thing to discuss as a community in, more in depth. Um, and of course, like would love feedback on on just that framing of the mission and and kind of two core goals to 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 execute on. In terms of the work to be done, I think there's three pillars here. Um, there is the art itself um, that is continuing to source these great opportunities, building out the one of ones, collaborations, uh, derivative projects that you know drive immediately drive revenue and executing on those, such that we can um, get more opportunities and just be a self-sustaining DAO. So. Um, you could say that is art and sales. Then there's, um, I think this is the core one, which is community um, being, I think we could probably do some work to expand our bandwidth to, um, to really be tending more to the community. That's the roadmap discussion we're talking about to really be in sync on terms of priorities. But they'll also better enable people to to find ways to contribute. Um, I think that's a matter of activating our treasury, building out um, a culture of participation and contributions, and then setting up structures for um, for contributors uh, to be able to be elected or hired, and and for work to be vetted. Um, and then the last part is is, is tech, right? There's building out Boto's capabilities, making Boto modular, um, decentralizing the overall stack. Again, that's a that's a particular area that where like the tech is is maturing very quickly, but also isn't necessarily there yet. Um, so that's a really interesting part. Um, and then, of course, creating ways that um, make Botto overall uh, more composable, right? So this is a the API, I think is a big step in that. And I think there's a number of other important steps in that. And so that all the all those three different categories of already sales, um, of community uh, and of uh, the tech, is where I think we need to be having a lot of active discussion of what's important here and who and how is it going to be done. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's like a quick spiel. I think we'll like we'll put that in writing pretty soon so that people can actually like poke at it and 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 uh, digest it. But um, yeah, that I think is is uh, is going to be an important part of that discussion and getting that feedback and hopefully spark kind of more quick iterations on on that thinking. I'll Take a breath there, in case you wanted to. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I, uh, I think, I think, I think you generally covered it. Uh, I think that's a good way to address the roadmap. I mean, it's, it's been our existing approach. Um, over the past few weeks, months, we've been reevaluating how to approach the roadmap, and those are the pillars—the ones that Simon outlined. Those are the pillars that really frame our, 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 our way of thinking. And um, I think it's it's important that we as a DAO are consistently aligned with that specific, you know, that that type or that frame of thought, um, and and ground ourselves in those three pillars. Obviously, feedback incredibly important here, um, so we can evaluate how we can take both further. But um, yeah, I think I think I think you gave a very good rundown. Simon and I think it's 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 a it's a warranted one, especially at, at, you know judging where we are in the, over the past 18 months of of, of Botto's life, it's uh, <laughs> it's good to have refreshers every now and again.
1: Yeah, and you know we have a, we have a big date coming up in October, so I, I think a lot of that is important to get in sync on. And I hope people, if those people listening in, I hope they they listen 40 minutes into this so that they can hear that. But again, we'll we'll have uh, we'll have something in writing soon enough. Um, well, So the, anyways, there's 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 20 minutes left and I wanted to get back. get to, I think this this a- active discussion. I wanted to bring Parth up, uh, our guest speaker um, to chat about um, what he proposed with quadratic voting. And I think there's kind of a number of other questions in there um, that people have been considering. Uh, and I also I also have a hard stop at, at, at one. So uh, I want to make sure we get into that and have time. Uh, okay, I've invited Parth up to speak. Um, hey you guys. guys, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, loud and clear. Hey. Yeah. All right. Thank you for uh having me hop on. I really appreciate it. Um yeah, yeah I can I go can... ahead and get started or
1: yeah go for it. Well I was just gonna give um, a little bit of preface for folks. Um there's uh part posted uh some thinking about quadratic voting in the um in the governance channel. Um um, and it was looking at well, I mean, I'll, I'll let you give kind of the rundown of it. There's there's a lot of different design questions. So there's a lot of different alternatives. But uh, in general, this is, I think, the first time we've seen somebody really put out a proposal or the beginnings of a proposal in detail of what might quadratic voting look like? How might we approach that? I've heard different people have mentioned why you know have we thought of this? Why haven't we thought of this? But this is the first time I've seen somebody actually um, think through some detail of what that might look like. So take it away.
2: I appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, to get started, really, this is just trying to open up a discussion about trying to think about alternatives, right? So right now we have a linear setup where you earn a certain amount of VPs that are proportional to the amount of BOTO you you've staked. And revenue that you earn from that is proportional as well. And so is your voting power. So there are kind of three aspects there they are VPs, which are effectively the currency in which you vote with, and there's um, the revenue year in that, and there's uh, the last part, which is the voting power. And what I kind of felt like was with all of them all proportional and linear, we kind of had a situation where people, were large holders um, would have a little too much power on the voting power process. So maybe not the revenue. I felt like the revenue made sense. If you've staked more and you've, and you've risked more Botto, you should have more of the revenue and proportionally equal to everybody else. But from a voting power perspective, if there's one, if there's one whale with hundreds of thousands of Bottos all voting on this one painting and on this one fragment, that fragment is very likely to be the one on Super Rare, even if it's not, you know, the consensus pick. Um, there are a bunch of uh, explanations in the governance discussion. If you take a look at that, as to like how that could actually be a good thing, I think there are definitely pros to that setup. But I do think it's, um, I would like to nerf the whales a little bit. That's kind of what I'm trying to bring to the table. And I believe it's Gitcoin. Simon, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're way more knowledgeable with that than I am. I believe it's Gitcoin that does something called quadratic voting, which is essentially the setup where instead of having voting power be linear, the amount of tokens you've staked, it's square root. So if someone has one token, they have one voting power. And if another person has four tokens, they have two voting powers because the square root of four is two and so on. Um, and this allows it, so if someone has, you know, Ten thousand x the voting power is someone else. They don't ten thousand the tokens as someone else. I have ten thousand the voting power. They have a hundred voting power, and I think that could um, still favor the whales and make sure they have a strong voice. Because as Ben mentioned in the discussion, those same people are also the collectors. Um, but without making it so skewed, they might you know, overrun consensus picks. Um, that's my perspective. I think there are a lot of interesting kind of... I got a lot of interesting feedback in the channel if you guys want to get, take a look. One one last thing I will say, uh Cryptus, I think, just hopped off, but he was concerned about Logarithmic. Square Root is not even close to as, like, strict as Logarithmic. Logarithmic is... Nerfs whales a lot. Um, can go into the math of that if you want, but I'll leave it at that for now.
1: So, a, a couple things to add. Um, one is I think considering, um, well, something that I just want to start with, start with was something that you, when you first mentioned it to me, um, and then I said you should post this in the Discord that I thought was interesting was considering that. Sibeline is probably more driven by um, unaligned actors who just want to drain money out of it. So if you if you take out this um, and also the issue probably with the nerfing is with stake. So um, if if this is only um, if this doesn't affect people's uh, uh, revenue and Sibling would only give people governance, like a power over the curation, but not necessarily more rewards. That significantly reduces the the likelihood of this being civil. So, one, I thought that was that was an interesting theory um, to consider. It, again, I think there's a there's a question of of being able to measure that and, and track that. Um, and uh, I, I, but I I feel like there there is potentially something to it. Um, the other part is. So as you there, the way you put it was, was governance power is square rooted. Um, a, a, a detail on that, a nuance on that, um, and uh, as I understand Gitcoin, and maybe they don't do it exactly this way, but as I understand it, it's how you spend it. So it's not necessarily your VP generation is square rooted, right? You have as much VP, one token, one vote, right? You have all of that. It's how much you put onto a single piece that is square rooted, right? So if I put one vote, just for, for sake of example, if I put one vote across a hundred pieces, that's a hundred voting power. But if I put a hundred voting power on one piece, that's 10 voting power. So that's where the square root happens. So this I think also brings up an a, an important question of what's the particular goal we're trying to solve here. When I, th- we, I was talking about this with Chuber earlier and thinking about, okay, what 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 is the net result of this? Um, and one, I think we it does protect against somebody coming in, buying out governance power and just, you know, treat, turning Bado into a, a vending machine. There's this balance that I think is really important. I, this is in the essay I, I put out recently, where there's real um, uh, plutocratic uh, pressures with Bado um, that are, I think were balanced out by the need of the concept to be decentralized and, and and then there's, you know, the counterv- countervailing balance of, um, of demo- democracy, but also being mediocre. I think consensus is maybe not always what we want. E- controversial pieces can do really well. And so now we're starting to see some of that data with, with, with downvoting. So I just wanted to like throw out, I think a couple, just to summarize. Um, one, I think that it's important that this ha- can happen, um, it can happen at the VP de- generation level, but I think it better, it happens on the, where the voting gets placed. Uh two is that um, I think it helps balance and protect against somebody buying it out and just being like, well, I'm just going to pick what piece I want. It They can still do that. They still can have an outsized effect. But the social influence side of it, I think it's strengthened. And that's something that I think is really powerful with Bato is this idea of sort of needing to win a political competition, which is a social thing, not just a uh, plutocratic power thing. Um, so that's where I think that this is really interesting. And I, there's different designs we can do to to, to, to tweak this um, I think you could even soften the even the square root, right? So you could do ways where it's even that's not as extreme, it's a bit softened. But yeah, the the big idea here is is kind of not capping in it, but yeah, nerfing it as you as you put it. I think it's a good way of putting it. So um anything else you wanted to add to or respond there? Yeah, I
2: think um I do want to respond to a couple of things you said. Um that was great detail. Thank you for that. Um I, I totally agree with not putting it on the VPs, because I think it, it actually really messes with the design. Um, like I think from my understanding, when the original setup of Logarithmic applied, it applied to VPs. Um, one, I think Logarithmic is way too harsh. Uh, two, I think it, it messes with the revenue potential and it messes with um, just generally someone's user experience as well. And I just don't think it's favorable, Now that's just my opinion. Um, so I actually a thousand percent agree with the idea of keeping VPs linear, keeping revenue, or I should say, yeah, revenue, yield, whatever you want to call it, directly proportional to VP spent. So that's also linear. But then the amount of VP spent per fragment square rooted. Um, I think that does a couple great things too, as well. Like when we talk about stacking, it does actually very subtly punish stacking uh, because what it does is you can stack and now if you have a bunch of vps and you spend it you know you'd either have to spend it on a bunch of fragments or concentrate on a few fragments the first thing takes a lot of time the second thing means you kind of give up some voting power then if you kind of spread out your vps over the weeks and be more active that's obviously if you care about Voting power, which I personally do, and I think a lot of us do. Um, from a discussion standpoint, yeah, I think the the main reason I'm, you know, Auto is one of my favorite projects out there right now, and and I'm pretty heavily invested into it, is because um, it brings a different flavor to what it to, to art, and it's something I've posted on my Twitter a lot, and a lot of times people ask me generative art. A lot of people can do it what makes Bado so special? And I think they're kind of missing a big point, which is Bado is the first instance in which AI is enabling art created by a community. It's not something that's ever existed from my understanding. Um, and it's because of crypto and it's because of AI that it's possible. Um, and Bato the first to do it. And I think, making these tweaks makes it a little more about the community. Um, so that's kind of like my pitch there.
1: And I I want to add on to that, like the, the, um, and just emphasize this aspect of like that social influence part. And, and another way of putting it is like, in order to really get a piece through requires um, uh, collusion, or or a way of putting it is is collusion or some kind of social dynamic of working together to to make a winner. So there can still be, I think, aspects of, excuse me, really strong conviction, right, coming together that maybe isn't popular among everybody, but there is still a bit of deliberation. I think that's the thing that like, what I keep hearing in different forms is like, our, you know, could our curation be better? And I think the curation being better is a matter of just it happening where there's strong discussion, strong debate, and and this coordination happening to will a piece into existence, right? That is the thing that I think is is where we're gonna see, or where we do see a lot of the power of Bado's in that collective, that collective meaning making, that collective collaboration. Um, and that to me is something that, especially because we run, this runs every week, Um, It's very easy for somebody to just come in and like dump on one or um, I think the stacking, as you said, um, and this is actually something else to consider that it doesn't necessarily need to be linked to this, but it relates to a similar issue, which is getting rid of stacking, right? there's a passive user, um, but they're staked. They could just come in any random week and say, oh, wow, I got a bunch of voting points I've stacked up over months. Uh, Oh, I'm going to dump on this one. That's fun. Um, and and I think uh, I mean we could also solve that just by getting rid of stacking, um, which that takes us to a, a another discussion, which is there's there's been ongoing discussions with uh, V Boto and one token one vote and on chain voting um, that I think addresses these issues as well. So that's the only that's kind of one thing I wanted to tie this to is that there's a large discussion we've been having for a while now about the 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 overall voting design. Um And and I think that I one of the reasons I'm really uh, uh, excited to see us discussing this quadratic voting topic is to think through those different possibilities, because I see us in in the not too distant future. Doing not just a kind of a single iteration of, of like, well, we're going to go to quadratic or we're going to get rid of stacking, but like a significant change in the overall infrastructure of voting, um, and that is there's going to be a lot of things to consider, and 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 also like it's worthwhile testing these things. Um, I can also see that like there's a, there's a concern for complication, um, but uh, and I under, and I take that wholly, but um, we, we can vote, I, 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 we can we can test and iterate and, and learn. Um, such that when when there does come the time to do a big overhaul just for the sake of decentralizing Botto further, we have that um, community experience of of what we think uh, works really well.
2: That, um, if you don't mind, that kind of made me think of a slightly different point, which might just be for you and Chuby, but like, I think it'd be pretty cool if there was some way to integrate some of the discussion things directly on Botto, because I think the easiest time to have people discuss or at least contribute to the conversation is while they're voting. Um, and maybe putting that somehow, whether it's just a chat or some sort of Discord integration into the voting section would be pretty sweet, just like a random thought. That's actually oh, that's really cool. Like,
0: yeah, I like that idea. So, like, I mean, like, like... something like Figma dropping comments on, on frames, you drop comments on artworks.
1: I or even like uh, uh, like Reddit or um, or other message boards where like you can see how many people are are online and active, and then you can see if somebody's typing and there's just like a chat to drop into. There's the only thing that it brings up for me is like an, an issue of moderation. Although like it's token gated, we don't have to heavily we don't we barely have to moderate the Discord. So that could actually um, that yeah that's very interesting. I really like that. Uh, I think there's just like some questions of like how do we surface that as well but even just having that discussion happening it'd be interesting even if like thinking out loud here if, if like discussion during the leaderboard switched from being on the discord to being on the website and on the leaderboard and um or like a live twitch stream or something like that Uh that's super interesting in general like I have heard of people saying like we should get comments on pieces as well um and then like uh we're we're talking a lot with transient labs these days and like they're um they're working on some interesting ways of like integrating like a guest book or uh just lore within the smart contract that I think could be really cool. So um yeah, stuff that kind of makes it all the way into the art, stuff that is just in terms of activating the or enabling the community to have that deliberation more. But that to me, that personally is like a huge question of mine right now, which is um beyond just Stimulating the, the 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 debate, I think there's to me, there's some pretty obvious ways to do that. What's less obvious is how do you elevate that and, and, and make that visible outside of the discord? Um, and of course, we could have more discussion on Twitter, but it easily gets fragmented. Um, and I don't know if we quite have the scale for that. We could certainly seed more of those conversations. But bringing it all the way to the art or around the art, I think, is a big question for me. And it's something that, at least the way where I'm at with it, I think is going to ultimately come from, like, really be- taking advantage of our collective intelligence to source re- different ideas and just try a lot of different things. It's it's a, I don't know, I'm throwing that out there because that's, like, it's something I feel kind of stumped on these days is how exactly to, um, to elevate that.
2: That it could help, I guess but now happy to keep talking about this this quarter yeah. elsewhere. yeah, yeah definitely
1: mm-hmm. well part thanks, yeah, for, I, man i, I know it's short notice to to have you join us and um thanks for thanks for kind of giving the pitch and uh yeah I, I i hope people this is a this is a really uh solid town hall there's a lot of really interesting topics and um nice to get this stuff out there um any any last thoughts, Jibby, uh, before we we shut it down?
0: I've 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 personally ran out of time. I have one minute before having to run, so uh, I'm I'm okay for this one. I encourage everyone to continue conversation and governance discussion, um, specifically also you know about what what path posted regarding quadratic voting. Um, one one aside is that there were issues with logarithmic voting with. Certain collectors, and I think somebody did post that directly in governance discussion, uh, like an hour or a couple of hours ago. Um, in any case, like it would be good to review what some of the collectors think about moving away from from uh, linear VP voting. Um, but otherwise, uh, I'd I'd be keen to see what other people think. Um, and otherwise, uh, I, I encourage everybody to to re-listen to this town hall. Simon's right, and we covered a lot, and I think a lot of it was substantive. Um, a lot of it was also meta to the DAO, which <laughs> I think is quite impor- important and, and uh, warranted discussion points. So you know, I'm I'm very glad to see active DAO members in in this Discord. I think I saw I think I saw Homer, who's who's leading up the the curator talks with with Quimp. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great to see everybody align. I see Sync here. I see only human here. Hi. <laughs> nice, nice to see you again, uh, Noah, Narc, et cetera. So uh, good to see everyone. Let's keep chatting in governance discussion and uh, keep things moving. Thanks,
2: everybody. Great. Go back, Carol. On, guys. See ya.